We are on our summary of our On Our Journey series. This is our third week of talking about who we are as believers. But before that, I just want to share with you uh, things that have been happening here in uh, Victory, not only here in Green Hills, but all throughout uh, the movement. We actually celebrated our Discipleship 2020 yesterday. How many of you uh, were here yesterday? Yesterday ba yon? Yes. Meron ba dito? Nandan dito? Grabe, no? Talagang pagod yata ang mga kaibigan ko tonight, no? And it was a grand time for us to discuss about what it is to live an empowered life and what it is to be empowered and to share the good news, to raise leaders. And one, uh, one statement that Pastor Dennis shared that really made an impact in my um, yesterday and even as I finished the preaching today this was his statement. Sabi ni Pastor Dennis, a healthy disciple makes healthy disciples. Yung ba yung sinabi niya, Jared? Hindi. Ha? Okay. Ayun. So, mali pala yung narinig ko, no? Sabi niya, a healthy disciple makes disciples. What is a picture of a healthy disciple? And we've been talking about this for the past three weeks. And our main text for the past three weeks is found in Matthew chapter 4. Verse 19, and it says here, this is Jesus inviting his first few disciples. He says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. We've been talking about this for the past three, two weeks. no? And if we summarize what we've been talking about, it actually, we can remember this by remembering the four, uh, the three Fs. No? Only three Fs. What's the first one? Fellowship with God. Uh, Follow Jesus, no? Iba, no? Iba yung gabi, no? Kailangan stretching. Number one, first F is follow Jesus. That's our life of devotion. That's our life following the Word of God, reading the Word, and obeying it. The second one is fish for men. We talked about this last year, last week. <laughs> we proclaim. Thank you, ah. I feel na hindi ke- Okay, anyway. We proclaim the word and we allow them to come and see. Ang sinasabi natin, it's not enough that we share who Jesus is verbally. It's an invitation for them to come and see our lives. That's what we talked about last week. And our last F or the third F that concludes this series is fellowship with other believers. What is that? That's when we say fellowship with other believers, that's the life in church community. You know, church community is very important and we're going to talk about this today. You know, in the U.S., they found this study and this study says that they did a study in the U.S. churches and they found out this fact that when they asked, why are you in church? They had many answers. Why are you in church today? I'm going to ask you, bakit ba kayo nandito sa church? Why are you attending church every Sunday? And some of the answers, I guess, would be your answers. Sabi nila, number one is to be close with God. How many of you answered that? To be close with God. You attend church to be close with God. Meron ba? Three. Okay. Some answered to worship God. Meron? Twelve. To be fed by the Word. To be enriched with knowledge of God, are those answers covering uh, the, 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 the answer to the question, why do you attend church? Right? Na cover ba? And in this study, the U.S. study, they found out that the last or the least answer was 
to be part of church community. You know, even here, not only in Green Hills, but probably in the metro, when we talk about why do you go to church, the least answer would be to be part of church community. And I'm going to say this statement tonight, and this is where we will revolve. We go to church with so many reasons, right? That's right. We go to church to be fed, to actually get knowledge, to be close with God, the ability to worship. We follow, we go to church for many reasons, but, and this is the but, this is the most important part, but we stay because of community. I'm going to say that again. We follow or we go to church with so many reasons, but the reason why we stay in church is because of community. And that's what we'll be talking about today. So if you have your Bibles with you, I want you to go to John chapter 13. We have very two, very short verses tonight. John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. I'm going to read through the ESV version. It says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have loved for one another. Very simple text. And we will go through this text carefully so that we can understand why it's important for us to be part of community. And we want to answer what I said, that we stay because of community. We go through verse 34. It says, a new commandment. Why was Jesus adding a new commandment? What was happening during this time? This was the context of Jesus and the disciples when this happened. They were already in the upper room. They were doing the Last Supper. Ito na po yung time na yon. This was almost the summary of his ministry for the three years. Before that, he washes the feet of his disciples. He was teaching them an, a lesson about servant leadership. And then after this, ito na yon. This was one of his last will and testament. One of the most important things that he will leave his 12. Imagine a person knowing that he will soon die in the hands of the Roman Empire. Ito ang ibibilin niya sa kanyang mga followers. He says, I'm giving you a new commandment. What was the commandment? The commandment was to love one another. Say that with me. Love one another. He was talking to this disciple, so the instructions was for the followers of Jesus. And who is that in today's context? That's all of us. And the command that he gives is to love one another. To love the disciples as a follower of Jesus. The last and one of the most fulfilling and most important command that Jesus gives is to love one another. If you think about it, ni naman yun mahirap. Madali lang yun. I can love my brother. Look at the person to your right. Masasama, I can love this person. I love this person already. Namit ko siya kanina. I love this person. It's easy to say to love. But the reality is, we live in a world that does not operate on loving others automatically. You have to remember, he was talking not only to anyone, he was talking to his inner circle, his disciples, his followers. And he was saying, Mahalin ang isa't isa. Why was this important? You know, John 13 
Ang dami po nangyari in this one chapter. Right before him saying, love one another. Right before him saying, mahalin mo, Peter, mahalin mo tong brother mo. Something happened. Jesus was troubled. He was concerned. Why? Because one person would betray him. And that is Judas. So he said, one of you will betray me. Sabi ni Peter, sino po sa amin? Sabi niya, Jesus, sino sa amin? Sabi ni Jesus, look at the person to your left. Hindi, hindi niya sinabi yun, no? Hindi si Judas yan, okay? Sabi niya, it's the one who I will give the bread after I dipped it in the cup. Alala niya yun? And so he gives it to Judas. And then he says, go and do whatever you need to do. So he reveals the person that who will betray him. And after this, after he says this command, love one another, Jesus now begins to tell them, I will actually suffer and die. What did Peter say? Lord, But what did Jesus say? You know, Peter, you don't know what you're saying. You will actually deny me three times until the rooster crows. What was the significance of this sandwich events in verse 34 and 35? It actually happened just a few verses before that. And then after that, Peter was going to deny him. Jesus was actually showing us a picture of what it is to love in this world. Number one, he says, just like Judas, some people would actually have a love for money more than people. Why did Judas betray Jesus anyway? Was it because he didn't believe him? He was part of the twelve. He followed him, he believed him, but what was the reason that he betrayed Jesus? There was a reward. You know, in this life that we live, even until today, we can say we love someone, but at the same time, when there are things that get in the way, like having more or gaining more, the world will tell us, unahin mo muna yung sarili mo. Magbibigay ka, eh wala ka rin naman. Why will you give if you don't have? You need to solve your problem first because the solution to your problem is always having that money. The world teaches us that to have money and then we can help. To have money and all the things that we want to buy and then we help the church and then we give back. Jesus was actually talking about the love that the world teaches. After that, he talks about Peter and his denial. It was also an illustration of not love of money, but the love of self. It was about him. It was about his image. It was about not being disgraced. That whenever people, three different people said, Kaibigan mo daw si Jesus, ha? Anong sinabi ni Peter? He denied him three times, di ba? Sabi niya, hindi ko kilala, no. Hindi kami friends. I blocked him. No? Why? Because he was more concerned about himself. Imagine, no? Best friend mo for three years. But when it comes to tension, you say, Tiko kilala yan. Why? You're more concerned about your credibility of what others will say. You know, God tells us, as people of God, as believers, sabi niya, don't love as the world loves. Love one another. And this is a command to all followers of Jesus. If you are a follower of Jesus, Jesus says, love 
each other. There's a different kind of command for the people of God. And we will reveal the reasons why later. He tells us that we are called to love one another. That's an easy command. Madali ba yun? Madali lang yun. Madali lang yun, Lord. Sabi ni Lord, mahalin mo ang kapwa mo, Kristiano. Love the people of God. It's easy. Lord, I can love my brothers and sisters to my left, to my right, to the front of me for as long as they do not invade my privacy. Ngingitian ko lang naman. Love ko na yan. Kaganan lang. Kahit kinata ko sa pila nung communion, kumuha, kumuha na una sa okay lang. Kasi pag nasa church, we love one another. Peace be with you. Pag nakita kayo sa parking, kinat ka, taga church to. Okay lang bro, para sa'yo talaga yan. It's easy to love when it's convenient for us. It's easy to love when we are here. It's easy to love when love is an expression of a smile. Kamusta? Yeah. Uy, bro, how are you? Diba? Meron mga kaibigan. And I, I'm also guilty of this. When I'm in church, for some reason, nag increase yung vocabulary ko of Christian language. God bless. Pero pag sa labas, wala na. Nauubos. Why? We know that we need to do this language. And we think that we are taught this way. But love is defined different by God. We can actually show an expression of love to others the way we love, but Jesus was talking about a different kind of love. Sabi ni Jesus, just as I have loved you. And so what was Jesus saying? Love the person to your left, to your right. Love the believers just as I have loved you. Look at the person now to your right. And look at the person to your left. Look at the person above. Wala. Okay? Left and right. Imagine this. What Jesus is asking us is to love that person how He loves them. Bigat. It's not easy to love just like Jesus loved. Paano yun? What does that look like? Imagine. Paano ko mamahalin ang kapwa ko, Kristiyano, the way Jesus loved? You know, the word love here comes from the Greek word agapao, where we get the word agape, that kind of love. And it says here, one of the uh, definitions that I chose is this. It says, to act for person's highest good, which is always and only defined or revealed by the Lord. To act on that person's best interest, which is what God wants or He reveals. When God tells you to do this for this person, this is the best way to love that person. What do I mean by that? Paul actually described this kind of love in his letter to the Philippian church. He said this. Can we read this together? This is a good exercise. Can we read this together? Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking at your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. What Jesus was saying is, when you love someone, you put them in front of you. 
It's not about thinking about what you need. It's not about your interest, but it's about their interest, what they need and what they're going through. It's being concerned about them. That's difficult to show. It's difficult to show this kind of love. Why? Because the world we live in tells us to love differently. What do we say when they ask you, why do you love this person? How do we answer it? We say, I love him because she makes me feel blank. Tama Why do you love your spouse? I love her because she makes me feel special. Why do you love your girlfriend? I love her because she makes me feel handsome. Ganun yung mga answers. Let's say. Mali ba? Tama. Wala ako. And so the world we live in tells us to love with conditions. But the kind of love that Jesus was saying is love your brothers and sisters as I have loved you, which was never meant with conditions. Unconditional, no requirement. He didn't say love the person to your right if you feel like loving him. Love the person to your left if you feel like she deserves the love. There's no qualifications and no requirement. Just a command to love. Love. To love sacrificially. To love willingly. The agape kind of love. When we say we love like this, it means it's a selfless act where something of value to us is given up for the other's benefit. When was the last time we loved that way? That we actually gave up something of value to us so that someone will benefit. Meron na ba akong minahal na ganon bukod sa pamilya ko? Meron ba akong minahal ng ganon na nag-benefit siya tapos may nawala sa akin? This is the kind of love that God wants us to give our brothers and sisters in community. And this is what Jesus did in John after a few chapters. Sabi niya, no? Greater love has no one than this that someone laid down his life for his friends. This is what Jesus showed. That after a few verses, when he died and was raised again, it was a proof of sacrificial agape kind of love. He died for the people. He died for us. Amen? What does it mean to love my brothers and sisters with this kind of love? Sacrificial, dying to self kind of love. I'm going to share with you a few stories that um, I've able to, uh, I've been keeping for a preaching like this. And the first one is this. What kind of sacrificial love are we called to give with our brothers and sisters? And the first one is, to love is to give up time. This is uh, Nin, one of our staff here towards the, on your right. Nin um, used to be uh, working for St. Luke's, and she's been with us for three years as one of her staff. And she's, um, the, the other lady is Jen, or Jenilyn, one of our ushers, who's also a faithful volunteer and also engages and leads a victory group. I took this picture yesterday because I remember one of the days after the 7 p.m. service, I saw them malapit sa office. Ayan pala si Jenilyn. Yeah, no? So I saw them. Sabi ni Nin, hindi, malapit na ako, antayin mo na ako. So sabi ko, parang ang saya-saya ni Nin. Ito po kasi talaga yung story nun. Si Nin lives in Cavite. 
She lives in Cavite, works here, goes here every single day, except on her rest day. She's not only working here, she has her own victory group, she gives time to them. And you know, Nin travels six hours a day. What does that mean? Three hours or two hours going, and minsan, two to three hours going home. And now, nagkita sila ni Jeneline, sabi ni Jeneline, sabay tayo. Why? It was the first time I saw Nin, and she was so happy. Do you want to know why? Because Jeneline lives farther from her house. <laughs> sabi niya talaga, hindi ako nag-iisa. Sabi ko, taga-Cavite ka. Sabi ko kay Jen, oh, taga-Cavite. Saan? Sa silang. Eh, tagay-tay na yun eh, after. May church tayo dun. May church tayo sa Santa Rosa. Meron siya church sa Tagaytay, malapit to sa Rotonda. We can actually plug you in. Pero pastor, nandito yung friends ko eh. I go to church here. Why? This is my community. I've been part of this church. Babalik din naman ako eventually. Season lang to. But I've always seen them here, week in and week out. Why? You know, you can't require this to someone. For a person to travel six hours a day combined, you don't do this out of requirement. You only do this out of love. Love is to actually sacrifice, to give up the things that we have. To meet people. Sometimes, hindi kasi siputin. I imagine lang si Jeneline, no, pag sinay, ay, hindi ka darating. Sige, uwi na lang ako. Baka bukas, pag text mo, kailangan gumising mo, babalik na naman. Love is something that we give. We die to ourselves. Another story that I have is, um, this is our family in every nation in Auckland. So this is Al. He used to be one of our Victory Group leaders. And uh, uh, David is one of the Victory Group members of Jason. So now they're based there in Auckland. And I remember they were the group of people who would, they were talking. And so David was transferring house. And I remember vividly the story when Al and some of the guys said, Kailan kay lilipat magfa-file kami ng leave? When was the last time you filed a leave for someone else? They yung leave para sa akin I need to rest. But you know, when you are in community, you sacrifice something of value to yourself. What? To show love for the others. Bakit ka nag-leave? Para magbuhat ng ref. Bakit ka nag-leave? Para maghakot. Para I can lend my car. So that I can help them. My brother in need. Huwag ka na gumastos. Kochi ko na lang. I remember this picture. We were not praying, but we were actually trying to figure out how to make the washing machine not move. So, inoon nila, tas naglalakad. Grabe, follower of Jesus. But you know, you enjoy community in this context. Why? Because you know your brothers and sisters love you. Iba yung power ng community. That when you are Giving love, you will also receive that kind of love. This is also one of the pictures of loving people. This is Jason and Kat. Um, Jason was my, uh, the one who go, went through one-to-one with me. Kat was also the one who went through one-to-one with my wife. And I realized this when I was 
preparing for this preaching, the counselors for people who are going through something, they pay counselors. When you're going through something, you need to talk to someone, you pay, right? But you know, Jason and Kat would actually meet me, meet Pam, meet a lot of people here in this room, be patient with us, give up time. They could have been doing something else. They could be in vacation, but they choose to be patient with us, give out so much of their lives with no guarantee that we will see God in our situation. Merong times, no? Talagang paulit-ulit yung concern namin. I'm sure gusto niya sabihin, pinag-usapan na natin to last year, bro. Ito pa rin ang problema mo. You know, if we had a structure, strategic structure when we say, pag hindi nagbago yan in one year, iba na disciple mo. You know, if that happens, lagot ako. When we do ministry, when we do community, when we reach out to people, if we don't do it out of love, we'll always get tired, we'll give up. But I'm glad they never gave up. You know why? If they give up on us, sino pang magchachaga sa amin? I remember when we would try to go back to our one-to-one, sabi ni Jason, anong chapter na nga natin ulit? Sabi ko, bro, two years na yun, hindi ko na alam. Sabi niya, sige, one-to-one, back-to-one, always, balik, let's go back. That patience of reaching out to others, you know, you can't do that if you don't love, sacrificially. Mapapagod ka. I'm sure napag- napagod naman kayo. Hindi, di ba? But we do this out of love. This is um, Faye, Annie, and Honey. I've shared a few days ago or a few weeks ago that it is Honey Mekano, one of our volunteers and one of our Victor Group leaders who actually died. No? And yesterday, I saw Faye and Annie in one of the baby dedications that I went to. And I talked to Faye, sabi ko, Chaki Atsi, Annie, sabi ko, thank you ha. Because I talked to Jacob and Lian, yung husband ni Honey, and they said when it happened, they actually froze. Hindi na nilalam gagawin. And their families probably do not live near them. And they didn't know what to do. There are so much things to do. Go to a uh, where to fix the burial, the wake, and all. But they didn't know what to do. And they just froze. And I remember, sabi ni, Li, ni Jacob, the son, it was when Ate Faye went there and said, kami na bahala sa lahat. You know, when you give of what you have to a family in need, they will feel that love. And so I, tell, I told Faye yesterday, so I go, Faye, thank you ha, na, nakaka-bless na it reached us. Sabi niya, ay, Ganito po kasi talaga yung kwento. You know, when we were down, when we were going through a lot, when my lolo passed, Ate Honey was always there. Ate Honey showed that love to us. And that's why we learned na ganito pala magmahal. You just give all out love. We were recipients of that love and that's why we want to show that love to her family. Jason shared this last week, I think, in the 5 p.m., that after 
the service, after the cremation, people from the community that they belong to before were so blessed. Sabi nila, grabe kayo magmahal. This is who we are. When Jesus said, love one another, this is the picture of that kind of love. To love sacrificially. To give out of something of value. This picture is uh, one of our victory group leaders, Trisha. This is during her, this was during her bridal shower. No? Bridal shower. Tama ba? Bridal shower. And I asked her to actually share something about um, her experience in community. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening. Yes, I'm Trisha. So I wanted to share with you the story of this picture. This is actually um, where I really felt God's love for me. It was uh, during a surprise br- bridal shower that was through by my by my friends in church. You know, during this time while preparing for the wedding preparations, um, my mom passed away seven years ago. So I really felt so bad. It was the time that I missed her a lot. It was the time that I, that I was like, sana nandito siya. Sana she, she was with me going through this journey. But um, this happened. And during this time, when I saw all the ladies who attended this, and even those who, who wasn't able to come, it was a reminder of me. And God really allowed me to feel his love through these ladies. Yung, um, yung, he cares for me. He loves me deeply. He, he knows what I need. And after this party, I, I, I was really so, so at peace. And um, I know that God has sent me people and only through this community that I was able to feel uh, this love. Yeah, and uh, this picture also reminded me of the family that I have in church. A family that will be there for me and will build me as I enter this new season. And I am so much excited now for what is ahead. For what uh, the purpose that God has in store for me, for my family, and even for this church. Through, this, through the love that I felt with this family. Thank you, Trisha. Let's give her a hand. You know, after this night, I was uh, I was so amazed on yung how it has touched, um, how God actually spoke to her through the lives of these people. No, it's a bridal shower of the Ninangs and some of the friends. And I'm gonna jump off from what Trisha said. You know, the reason why God's command for each and every one of us is to love one another. Is because of this truth. Church community is where we experience the love of God. You know, we can hear God. We can feel it here in, the pre- in His presence. We know that He speaks to us through a service. But do you truly want to experience the love of God? Are you truly in need of that experience and faithfulness and love of God? You will only experience that through church community. It's that life in community that we will experience His presence this way. John Piper said this, when we get in touch with each other, we get in touch with God. 
I love being part of church community. I don't know how to survive my life without friends from church, without being rebuked, without being uh, told, ang kulit-kulit mo, hindi ka nakikinig. But we need to hear that. And this is the place where we should hear that. This is the place where we cry together, where we do life together. This is the place where we build each other up. And to be part of church community, and I hope you know this, it's not just a once-a-week thing. Sometimes we feel like, oh, ito na, nasa community ako. I've owned this service. Nandito naman ako every, every week, 5 p.m. Nandito ako. I always occupy this seat. Pag may umupo sa seat ko, naiinis ako. But it's beyond that. It's beyond attending a victory group, actually. You can actually be attending a victory group, but not really opening up. To be part of a community is to get in touch with God. You know, once we step out in faith and say, Lord, I want to be part of this community, you know what happens? God will send people that you need. And that people that He will send, you will all you will be a blessing to them as well. This is a picture of uh, the men who are also in my group and the women are in the group of Pam. And for some reason, we were amazed how it all happened and we were talking about it ni Pam during the end of the year. And sabi namin, how could it be that we are in a season where we have couples who are all at the same season? Uh, one got married. Alvin and Trisha will get married this month. You're all invited. Uh, Tim and Louise, Gabby and Dan will get married on April. Imagine, you have your own community that you will grow together, that you will do life together, that when you're having a problem, pare, ganito rin ba yung problema nyo? Or ako lang? Yeah, no? May kakampi ka. When you do life together, it's a place where you can actually build on each other. We all grow together. It becomes life. Etong mga to, they're always welcome to our house any time of the day. Eto yung we're comfortable that they go in even though if, if I've prepared, kundi pa ako naligo. But it's okay. Why? Because you've done life with them. It's people you trust. So this is my question for everyone. What's stopping you from getting involved? What's stopping you from getting involved? Are you busy? Because busyness is only an issue of priority. When you say, I'm busy for that, it means you're devoting some time for other things. Is it being busy? Are you afraid to get offended? Eh, baka kasi malaman nila yung secrets ko. Baka sabihin nila, ganito ko. You know, the reality is, the Bible, the Word of God, is offensive. It teaches us what we're not doing right and what we're doing right. And at the same time, church, you know, this is a place where we will get offended. But the reality is, I'd rather be offended by someone I know who loves me than someone I don't even know. That's being part of community, being vulnerable, speaking life to each other, allowing that person to hear the things that you don't want to hear. Sabi nila, better, also sabi nila, Proverbs says, better an open rebuke than hidden love. I'd rather hear it then not hear it at all. What's stopping you from getting involved? I'm going to share with you a last story. You know, me and my wife, um, as most of you know, we were based in Cebu. We were OFWs for a season. And so, 
I got there before my wife. I was working. And what happened was, because I was connected with Victory Cebu, I had my own community. They were my family when I was away from my real family. I had a strong community. That Pam would visit Cebu and she would meet them. That as soon as we got married, pagdating po ni Pam doon, may family na siya. It was easy for her. Why? Because I already had my community. May natatakbuhan na siya. Mayroon na siyang napupuntahan. She could actually be herself. But we know this, that there was a season in our life that we had to go back. And going back was a difficult time for Pam here in Green Hills. Why? Quiet po ang misis ko. A woman of few words. What else? She's an introvert. She doesn't like to speak in front of others. So para sa kanya, parang hirap. But today, she would like to share something as part of the community. Hi. So, so yan. Ganda mo naman. So when we decided to go back to Manila, um, we asked God kung saan kami mag-church. And it's very, it was very clear na here in Green Hills. And when we came back, we would attend service here. And then, uwi din kami agad. So, there are Sundays na maiyak ako kasi I would miss yung Sundays in Cebu where um, we usually attend uh, morning service and then magkakasama na kami with church community till dinner na yon. So, parang whole day kami magkakasama. And... So yun, Francis has been telling me na we need to be connected here in Green Hills. But I was hesitant. And I feel like I'm not ready yet. Baka um, busy din sila or baka ma-OP kami kasi magkakakilala na silang lahat. And I feel like okay naman ako eh. Baka I don't need na church community here in Green Hills kasi I have church community naman in Cebu. And... Anyway, my family is here din naman in Manila. And then I have high school friends, college friends. And then I realized na it's all lies from the enemy. So I shared this to Francis. And he told me na we really need to be intentional in investing um, time to meet with new friends. And that we need to be, uh, we need to make an effort to also build deep friendships with um, the few friends that we already have here in Green Hills. So at first, it was really hard for me kasi hindi talaga ako comfortable to talk to people and then to meet new friends pa. So, but for Francis, it's very natural. Dino Madali man. lang yun for him. <laughs> but Francis would always encourage me. So mahirap talaga yun for me, uncomfortable ako, but it's all worth it. So today, I have people whom I, whom I can run to, to share my break- breakthroughs and my frustrations, and I can be myself with them, and they love me for who I am. So I encourage all of you, so don't miss out on experiencing the love of Christ through church community. It's all worth it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to end with this. It says, T.S. Eliot said this, what life have you if not having it together, having life together? There's no life that is not in community. And there's no community not get lived in the praise of God. We are missing out 
on the life that God wants for you if you're not part of community. I'm going to sh- share this to everyone. Reminder, the community that awaits you will never be perfect. We are all sinful. And so don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to open up. Why? Because only through community that we can experience the love of God in that kind of way. You know, when people ask you, Kamusta? When people here would ask you, Oh, how are you? How are, how's the new job? Oh, how's that promotion that you're waiting for? I hope you know that God uses these people to check on you. God uses them to remind you that He is seeing you. That He knows what you're going through. That He knows and He's sending people to be a blessing to you. I can't imagine life without communion. I just can't. I don't know what I will do if I did this alone. Last verse, it says, By this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have loved for one another. You know, life in community is a blessing to the people out there. When we are involved, they will see a life that they will say, I want that. What's that that you have with your friends? I want that. Why? Because it points back to God. The question is, are you willing to be involved? I'm going to end with my statement in the start. What did I say? We have all the reasons why we go to church, but it is community that we stay. Why do we stay? It's a place where we feel the love of Christ. It's a place where we feel His presence in our lives. I want to encourage you today, get involved. Don't allow the enemy to say you can do life on your own. Don't allow the enemy to say, okay na kayo, you read your Bible. You know, you need people around you to tell you if you're walking the right way. Amen? For your time of telling us of how much you love us. Thank you, Lord God, that you are a God who hears us and knows where we are today. Lord, give us this boldness to actually respond to that call of being part of community. We're not asking you to give up your community today. We're not asking you not to see your family or to lessen that. But God is inviting you to a place where you can experience Him the most through the lives of the people who also follow Him through the lives of the people who are also broken. Why? We need each other to do life. We need each other to move forward in this life. Lord, thank you that you are God who is faithful. In Jesus' name.